Hello guys and girls and welcome to episode 48 of the VR Inside podcast. This is a weekly VR, AR and MR talk show that is live streamed every Saturday on Nathie's YouTube channel. You can tune into the show live at 7pm in Europe, 6pm in the UK and 12 midday in Central US. If you missed the live show, you can catch up with the whole show as I re-upload it every Sunday to my own YouTube channel at Virtual Reality Oasis. Or you can check out the audio version, which is available on Google Play Music, iTunes, and on SoundCloud. So just a reminder that the show is rebranding, and in fact, this is the final episode of the show under the VR Inside name. So we'll be starting the show uh, next week under the new name of F Reality, and uh, we'll be continuing to broadcast at exactly the same time, so the same times as before, but on our new dedicated YouTube channel. So there is a link in the description down below, so if you like the show, go and subscribe to our, our new channel, and we'll see you there live on the 11th of August. But today, if you've got any questions, comments, or feedback during the show, please put them in the chat. We'll try to answer as many questions as we can. If you're new to the show, let me introduce you to the team. First up, this guy's been trapped in a video game all week. In in fact, he's been trapped in a Gear Kid console. And it is, of course, our Nathy. How you doing, dude? You all right? Yes, I'm doing all right. And uh, it's it's uh, it's still hot. It still is. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so it's not, hot today. It's not VR weather, let, let's say it like that. No, <laughs> Maybe no. if it's winter, I, I will play a lot. But uh, yeah. right yeah. now, I'm like, you know what? No, thank you. Only yeah. when it's a seated one. Seated ones are fine. Seated ones are mm. okay-ish. If you put your like feet in a, a, a bucket, a bucket of water. Of water. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, in the future, if we ever complain of it being cold, just remind us of these days and, and we'll be humble <laughs> and we'll just shut, shut up straight away. So uh, next up, when he's not in VR, he's practicing to be a scooter stuntman. Oh. <laughs> and that is, of yeah. course, Rowdy. How you doing, dude? You all right? Hey, it's it's healing. Look. Oh, oh gosh, dude. Oh. Mm. That looks so <laughs> sore still. Is it yeah. painful still? No. No, it's, it's, it's never been actually really painful. It's just... Okay. Uh, it's just like a little bit of a bruise. I mean, if I press on it, yeah, I can feel it, but that's about it. It's probably like the hip that is a little bit injured, but... Have you been telling you know, people... I'll survive, like, I survive. ...a fake story? So, you know, like, oh, yeah, I got into a fight and someone tried to punch me in the kidneys and, like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the funny thing was, like, because uh, I told it to Viper, I was like, oh, Viper, like, you know, check this out. And I sent him, like, a picture, and he's like, oh, what is that? She's beating you, isn't she? <laughs> 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 you immediately assumed I was getting beaten up with my girlfriend, but uh, nah, it's it's all right, you know. Um, I actually love the thing; like, I love scooting around on it. Uh, I I taking I'm taking it to work now, and everyone at work has already tried it. Uh, there's like three or four more people that want to buy it now as well. Awesome. <laughs> so yeah, I'm a, I'm an influencer on all kinds of levels, you know. <laughs> <laughs> nice man, nice, nice. Okay, so next up, he is the OG. VR Twitch streamer it is of course Zimtok5. How you doing, dude? You all right? I need like a hand sign for that. My, yeah. you know, Original and best, of course. OG, yeah. I was I was flashing my um my uh, little rift uh, the little rift wipe that they give you with your. Yeah, like, I saw that. You, you get your, your DK one. There was there was one they shipped with the DK two first batch in Europe, uh, and it was known to scratch lenses 
Like, I mean, yeah. that is not a good thing, right? So they so no. they canned the one that was gray and they went to the one that was black. So I, I flashed out a... But it's uh, cool. They had the uh, the original, uh, you know, Oculus logo, you know, the eye teardrop type shape eye. I, yeah, you know, cool. I was... Little fun fact here. I was so adamantly against their logo change when they did. It was really funny. I was just like, I'm one of those people who like, I, I don't know, I'm foundational. So I'm like, that that's, that's a good logo. Don't move away from it. They went to their stadium logo. And of course, it's brilliant now. I, I like it. I'm, yeah. I'm well behind it. But it took me a few months. Cool, cool. So last but by no means least, myself, the host of the show, Mike, the bearded ball guy from Virtual Reality Oasis. In this episode, we're going to be talking about Mario Kart Arcade GP VR. I got to try it myself in London this week, and it was everything I wanted it to be and more. And now I just need more in my life. So we're going to be talking about that. Uh, we're going to be talking about Pixel Ripped 1989. Take a gaming trip down memory lane in this nostalgia filled VR title. Then finally, we're going to be rounding it off with some talk about VR speedrunning, a gaming phenomenon that is completely insane in virtual reality, and I just had to talk about it. So I hope you guys and girls enjoy this one. But let's start off the show by talking about what we've played in the metaverse this week. So let's kick it over to Rowdy first to see what he's been up to. Not much. I'm uh, full <laughs> on on the renovations, uh, so it's uh, it's kind of hard for me to be actually be playing games right now because what I'm actually doing is uh, this 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 place here in the back. Uh, there's going to be a wall in between here, so we're splitting up the living room. There's oh, going to be a bedroom, and there's going to be the living room down where I'm sitting right now. And this entire computer and everything is going to move to the actual bedroom now. So that we'll have like a, a I'll have like a small space for virtual reality, uh, doing just the stuff that I want to do. So it'll be uh, it'll be nice for me. Yeah. That, that's basically what I've been doing. That's yeah, awesome. my, my own Smeagol cave. That's and awesome. what I've played this week, the only thing I've actually played, I've played like um, a couple of more episodes for uh, Marvel Powers United. Uh, I tried out some different heroes, uh, but not much there to say because the game is basically the same. <laughs> it's just a, a different hero. Yeah. I do like the heroes still, but um, the interesting thing is I've been playing a single player, not multiplayer, uh, and it's exactly the same like you, you it, it doesn't matter if you play with people because you don't need the other people no. unless you're playing with friends and you want to act like a fool the multiplayer is completely not necessary necessary which is quite yeah. funny i think yeah yeah it's just it's just unchallenging in that aspect right you yeah. know like yeah. you could easily solo it um so i'm intrigued to know during the res uh, renovations of your pad and move into your own dedicated uh, space mm. are you going to take the the machine gun down from the ceiling or is that going to stay <laughs> no no it's, it's staying it's staying i'm gonna miss that it's, i actually i actually have two now look look wait uh, i'll move it up a bit wait there we go. There's oh, another yeah. one. This is, it, it, it's not from the right angle. Everyone in the chat always says, like, why is there a gun hanging from, like, Rowdy's ceiling? It's like my icon. Like, it's my icon. Yeah. 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 No, it's cool that you've got your own dedicated space, right? Because then you're going to be able to record more and record at different yeah, times. I, I, the only thing is it'll be smaller than the space that I have now because now I'm oh. doing it in the living room. It's, like, a lot of space. So I'm thinking the first couple of episodes that I'm recording, the first couple of weeks probably – I'm going to be smashing a lot of walls. I really yeah. think so. Welcome For to sure. Minspec, yeah. Rowdy. Welcome to Minspec. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I recommend getting like one of those like proxy mats, you know, so you know exactly where you are yeah, all the time. I got, I got one of those. Wait, like oh, I got this. You did. That, oh. but... Oh. I, I don't really like no, I, 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 not like a proximal, but like something to do, like put over oh, my my vibe controller. Is that a, is, yeah. What is that? Uh, looks like I was gonna a, say, are yeah, you gonna like put that on the floor and stand on it? <laughs> it's like how do you wear that, Rowdy? It's a condom. That's a condom for your vibe Let me let me show. Yeah. I'll, I'll get right back to what to say. You basically put the controller in there, like here, and then this like goes over. 
yeah. and then uh, it's pretty much done. I can show it actually. Like it's like oh. it's like going in there. I feel like we need some like romantic music on in the background when you do this. There's some <laughs> in a whole new level. And pull it over. This is Rowdy's wrapping up face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not complete because I need to get like the the stuff out and I, but I'm I, I don't really feel like doing that now. Yeah, okay. Is this like a uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay? Yeah, uh, make sure it's tight on the top. You know, make sure yeah. it's tight on the top. Nothing wait, is allowed uh, to escape. I was waiting and for the blue Peter moment where you said this is one I prepared earlier. You know. Uh, <laughs> okay. okay, nice one, dude. Nice one. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing the new space. That's for sure. It'll be very cool. Me as well. Me as well. So let's move it on then. Uh, let's uh, find out what Zim has been up to uh, in the metaverse this week. What have you been playing, mate? Scary. There, there, there's not much worse than the horror games like Resident Evil and that. But I've I've been there. I've uh, you know I often like to put myself into uncomfortable situations and and singing uh, at the top of my lungs into Sing Space in the Oculus Go uh, cooperatively with my wife judging my singing, Britney Spears. Um, and recording that and posting that online for people to listen to. That's that's probably the worst flavor of horror game you could think of. That's what terror. I was busy with this week, Mike. Pure terror. Pure terror, that sounds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the worst part is they incentivize you. It's like, oh, because you've got a level and you can level up by posting the thing. So it's like either you just you know record it and you have a laugh and whatever, or you post it and then someone can go look, listen to that later. <laughs> so unfortunately okay. now those recordings, if you've got an Oculus going, you want to listen to me singing, you really don't. <laughs> They're actually so up there now. So how does it stack up in terms of like a, a singing sort of game compared to like SingStar and the other sort of games available I, out there? I can't say I do a lot of karaoke, Mike, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I am a big fan of uh, Harmonics, the company behind um, like Dance Central. So mm -hmm. like I, I was doing like the Kinect and Xbox 360 for ages. That's how I was like keeping fit in London was just doing Dance Central indoors. But, um, but actually this was, it's a very well-designed game. But I haven't been able to figure out why my wife had like three times the amount of songs that I did. Uh, we both kind of bought the app, but for some reason she got a bunch more than I did. And there's some good stuff on there, like thrift shop and stuff like that. It's not just all like pop. So uh, cool. if you are interested in, um, you know, having a sing song, then uh, that's not too bad. But you can do it with four friends. They seat them like in like, you know, oh, almost hey. like summary chairs. And you would like yeah. watch your friend embarrass themselves and you rate them with like emojis and stuff oh. and at the end you throw like roses at them to, to rate wow. how well they've done and you can listen back to other people and rate them and then there's yeah. leaderboards it's a whole thing it's is, a whole that whole online? is that all online is that all online all online oh mike do you hear that oh Speaking my god like, with the podcast you guys have no <laughs> idea how bad i am at karaoke like or i have player. not got a, i've not got a singing voice at all uh, that's, that's why we need to try it that's the exact reason why we should learn you can learn you know yeah and, and what concerns me is that every time i talk about karaoke like nathy is so up for it it's like he's, he's gonna hustle me he's like been practicing or something <laughs> yeah, i was like, like hey should we do like not not like going to a restaurant no like hey uh karaoke uh somewhere oh my god nathy has like, like a different channel it's just the on most YouTube thing doing SingStar karaoke. Sing. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. Seeing you guys sing and dance at the same time, mm. like I, I can't, I, I don't want to miss that. I've got the moves, but I just haven't got the voice. Yeah, it's the worst thing. I, I was introduced to my current team seven years ago by they're like, oh, just come out to us. We'll do some bowling. We went out bowling. 
there was a dude ki- doing karaoke. He was, he was going to be like a future boss of mine. And he was like Frank Sinatra, for God's sakes. You don't go to a brand new team and embarrass yourself in karaoke and listen to your would-be boss like singing like Sinatra and hear you sounding like a ninja wolf. Uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah. That was my... That so, was uh, just before we move on to Nathie to find out what he's played, I, I would just want to interest, uh, be interested to know how you got on with um, Hellblade because we're going to be touching on it very quickly in quick news and I just wanted to know your thoughts on it. You know, I don't know how much you've played on it so far. Finished it. Uh, but I'd, but you did you enjoy the game? Yeah, yeah. So I, I think Hellblade is it's one of those games that people are going to rave about like crazy, and some people are going to get feel swindled when they get into the game and find that the game mechanics are a little simple. It's quite mm-hmm. a, I think it's quite a, um, it's an approachable game. Like it, it's kind of like Avatar as a film. Like Avatar as a film, you can go and see it. It's great sonically. It's great visually. But it's it's Pocahontas at the end of the day. It's not like the smartest thing ever. Um, I kind of attribute Hellblade to that a little bit. So the visuals, uh, amazing. The detail, actually doing it in VR and when they letterbox you in to like watch a sequence and then you come back out again. And that that I thought was going to be a problem. It actually ends up being a really cool mechanic because it resolves the problem of I'm a cinematographer. I want you to look at this thing, right? Focus for a moment. And actually focus being a key mechanic in the whole thing was was really a benefit to the game. So I don't want to say anything more about it. As you said, we're going to touch on it. I think it's definitely worth the money that it's going for right now. And uh, to me, it's a must play. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I haven't even like tried it in VR yet, but you know, the so pink, good. the pancake game, uh, I really, really enjoyed, you know, it took about seven hours to hundred, hundred percent it. And uh, yeah, we're going to touch on it very quickly in uh, quick news uh, in a bit as well. So Nathie, uh, what have you been playing this week uh, in VR then, dude? I haven't been playing that much. I played Marvel United Powers as well. You what? Know, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, You're like a full-time VR YouTuber. Like what's going on here? What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, you know, I'm still playing it because it's, it's like a hype right now. People want to yeah. see it, you know, and I'm just, just catering to that. Uh, but Again, you know, the heroes are, are amazing, but the yeah. game mode is so boring. Like, I played this for 11 hours right now. Holy and it's God. just, like, I, I don't know if I can do it anymore. It's like, the I just need to kind of uh, show off some heroes, and then I'm I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. And then let's hope for a, for a good DLC. Uh, but next to that, I played Pixel Ripped. We will soon talk about that anyway. So yeah. instead, let me just show you my, my virtual boy. Oh. I have right over here. Because like I retro my intro for Pixel Ripped, but uh, it's yeah. just you know, it still works fine. It's like a new one too. Like I uh, I imported it from uh, uh, Japan, so uh, it's it's cool. You know, nice. I, I I like the games you can play on there. Like the Wario what games Land have you got? One. Um, I think I have uh, Wario <laughs> Land, uh, the the tennis game, of course. And there's one in here right now that I don't really know what it is. Can I pull it out? Like when you have a Nintendo system, you usually can't really. How do you record from it? Oh, this is you can't. Like, yeah, you can in a way maybe put your camera inside the lenses. Um, but this is the game. It's uh, I can't even read it. It's like a. Is this like a? Oh man, game? I miss those cartridges. Oh wow, I don't even know what that is. Is that yeah. a baseball game or what is? Yeah, that? it's like a baseball game. Yeah, with, I recognize with, it. With with bees or you something. You remember when you had your old Game Boy and you put those cartridges in the back and you your screen was like flickering sometimes, so you had to get it out and like Blow, go like. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. miss blowing cartridges. They I always said it wasn't good for the cartridges, right? To do it. So yeah, really? no, those cartridges—you you could put them in the oven; it would still work. It you know? smells. 
It smells the, funny though. The only thing you have to worry about those cartridges, they'll off, they often have a battery save. So after a certain like number of years, the battery mm -hmm. goes and then your save file <laughs> won't hold a save game then. That's the yeah. only problem with cartridges. But seriously oh, really? though, why can't we have a controller like this for the Rift or the Vive? I mean, look at this. <laughs> no, it looks hideous. With the wire, with the weird. wire. Yeah. But interestingly, you know, you've got the Virtual Boy there and not many people tried the Virtual Boy, especially in Europe, because it never actually released in Europe. You had to no. import one. What? Really? Uh, because it, it was, a, yeah, it was a, it was a huge flop, um, you know, sold like the worst in any console uh, release in history, actually. But it and sold it was only actually units, Mike. Well, <laughs> you know, it, 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 was, it was only around for about a year um, or less yeah. even before it actually died. Um, so many people didn't get to try it out. And now that we've got like consumer VR headsets, we've got the Go, we've got the Rift, uh, the Vive, you know, you can actually emulate the, the Virtual Boy. And I did a video we last week. We can finally experience the flop. Yeah, well, you can. <laughs> yeah. Because interestingly, although the hardware was bad, like the Wario game was actually kind of pretty cool. It was like, it was the best game for the system. And if you never had the opportunity to check it out, well, you can if you want to go. You have to sideload the emulator. Um, same with the the Rift. You can there's an emulator called VB Gin uh, that works on Vive uh -huh. as well. And then you can experience these games uh, in 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 full VR, there's and actually, your eyes won't bleed. Which is there, really there's nice actually well. an easier way, Mike. That um, some smart coder behind if you know janus vr janus mm -hmm. vr is a little bit like alt space they mm -hmm. had a working uh emulator for all of those titles actually back in 2014 even and recently right. i went back and checked it out so that works as well if you don't want to bother with software configuration because that's all browser based right um yes exactly so it, it must have been some kind of i'm trying to think of how they did it but it must have been just a tie and a tie hook back to some services Ooh. running out of server somewhere yeah uh, interestingly you mentioned Janice though because i don't think it did particularly well on the go release that's come out just recently i know a lot of people have been angry about it <laughs> yeah. haven't had a chance to check it out myself but i don't know if you know why um I, no i don't know why i, I saw okay. the same kind of rage going but Janice, when i tried it about two months ago maybe three months ago it was worse performing than it was in 2014 when I played a lot. So maybe someone uh, in the chat knows what uh, what is causing yeah. it. Uh, good good call. Let us know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'd be intrigued to know because I saw I saw a lot of people were panning it. So I'd be intrigued to know. Um, but this week uh, I'm going to be talking about Arca's Path uh, because I went to uh, the studio of Dream Reality Interactive in London this week. So whilst I went and checked out Mario Kart, I thought it'd be cool to meet up with a dev as well. And Dream Reality Interactive was the dev that I decided to go and see. And I got to meet up with uh, Dave Ranyard uh, and the team there checking out their upcoming game, Arca's Path, uh, which is being published by Rebellion. Um, if you're not aware of the game, it's kind of a, a very sort of simple game in terms of like you just control a ball uh, with your head. You don't need a controller or anything like that. Uh, it's kind of got a, like an interesting story around it, though. You know, you've got this girl that lives on a scrapyard. Uh, she's kind of a down and out, sort of everyone's kind of poor. She finds this mysterious mask and um, she puts it on and then she's transported and embodied uh, into this ball, which you can then control. And the whole idea of the game is to find your way out of Arca, which is this mysterious world, hence the name Arca's Path. Is it like Super Monkey Ball? The way you described it, it sounds yeah, like Super yeah. Monkey Ball. Yeah, very similar in that sort of sense, but less arcadey, if you know what I mean. So uh -huh. it's kind of um, what I sort of said when I played the game, because I've played the first two levels in the studio, played it on the Rift, by the way, and um, I thought it was really nice to control the ball with your head, like you didn't need a controller. So it was kind of very relaxing and kind of chill game to play. The music, the art style, everything was really great. Um, so I had the concern and I sort of asked Dave, uh, the, you know, the head of the, the team, sort of how do you... Um, 
it's a very accessible to casual players, but how do you sort of make it interesting for the core players? Because we're hardcore gamers, you know, we've played a lot of games. How do you make it interesting for us? And he said, well, don't worry. The game does actually ramp up in difficulty later on. It does get a lot more challenging. There's a lot more stuff going on and the art style does drastically change and things get a bit more sort of, uh, you know, dark and, and, and dingy, we might say. So there is some going to be some more interesting and, and, and challenging elements later on in the game. But for... Um, you know, from what I played, it looks very promising. And I like the fact that they've developed the game from the ground up for cross-platform. So it's going to be on Rift, Vive, PSVR, Oculus Go, and any other headset they can possibly get their hands on. So uh, it's but going to be single player, though, right? There's no... Yeah, single player, absolutely, yeah. yeah. But do you also, like, because I tried it at E3, uh, do you think that this is a game that is going to be more popular on a go? And because I had the feeling, like, I, I like Maze, uh, like, like Marble Runners, in, mm-hmm. in a way... But I felt like I need to control my hat, so I prefer to play other games at this moment. Mm-hmm. But do you think this this will do well on every platform, or especially on the standalone side? I, of I, I think on, on Go it will be way more interesting because, and it was that was I really wanted to try out the Go version because I know a lot of people are interested in the Go version of the game because it suits the Go perfectly. You know, the, the yeah. controller on the Go is a little bit limited for gaming unless you buy a gamepad, and that kind of defeats the object. But it works perfectly for that gaze type sort of game. So yeah. I was really intrigued about the Go version. And I just really hope they don't have the same issue that, uh, is it called Nog had just recently on the Go? Because uh, Nog is a puzzle game uh, made by uh, Double Fine. It works really well on the, on the Rift. But when you play it on the Go, it's very pixelated and doesn't uh, sort of transfer very well to, to mm-hmm. the, that headset. So I was kind of a bit concerned, but I really hope they can pull it out of the bag because I think it will be a really solid release for the Go. And uh, in terms of Go releases, we've only really got Arca's Path and Cova as sort of some big upcoming games to look forward to. So, uh, yeah, I'm interested in it. Nothing else? Nothing else that anyone's telling us about. I'm like, now exactly more Go content. Where is it? You could always go back and play Hero Bound. That's the one I keep going back to just recently. I mentioned it last week. There's actually another one, Mike. There's three on the okay. go i just okay. checked them out so there's the multiplayer one and then there's two different single player ones are you talking so about hero bound yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah there so is yeah that's mad that's mad yeah yeah, nice. yeah absolutely but yeah you know i'm excited about arca's path i think it's going to be a cool chill game to play and uh, yeah an exciting one to check out on the go they'll be coming out later on in this year so if you're interested in that you can go check it out i got a question for you in chat mike just on the relation to that game so Something that I've noticed, and you just mentioned it, is when you go to a title, sometimes the title that that was developed for, which platform it was developed on, it could even be Vive versus Rift. It could be Go versus, you know, Rift. Um, Is there an inventory of that anywhere? What, which shows which platforms they're all available on? No, 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 not Uh, all available on, but like the one, the the, the initial one, the one that it was developed for. Because that would be, it sounds like something Reddit would come up with, but I don't know, chat, if any of you have that source. It was originally developed for Rift and now it's available on Go. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I see see your point. But this game was developed across all platforms simultaneously because it was always their their vision to have it across platforms. Uh, He said, you know, not only because we decided to make it accessible with removing the controller, it made sense financially as well to have it available on every platform. So. Yeah. It's, it's rare like, though, yeah. because mostly they usually leapfrog. They develop for one platform and then they yeah. pop it. Yeah, I mean, my, I mean, Rebellion is backing this, so it's not really a problem. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, interestingly, uh, Dave, uh, you know, Ranyard, the head of the team, he's got some pedigree with uh, Sony. Uh, he was involved in PlayStation VR Worlds. Uh, he was also made, involved in the, the game, uh, The Getaway on the original PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that one. So he's got some really gaming pedigree. Um, but yeah, he, he has friends at Rebellion being in the biz for so long. So that's kind of how that relationship came about. Cool. Um, but yeah, it was, it was cool to hang out with them, find out more about them as a team. Uh, they also work with David Attenborough as well on a really cool project uh, using volumetric uh, video capture. It was kind of interesting as well. And that's available cool. on Rift nice. if you're interested. So yeah. David Attenborough, the nature guy. Hey. Yeah. Oh, cool. He's got a bit more credentials than the nature guy. Well, if yeah. Bill Nye is the science guy, then surely David Attenborough is the nature guy. Well, well interestingly, mind. like, you know, from the from the experience they made, you, you go into a museum and you sit opposite the nature guy and he tells you all about like whales and stuff like that. And it, he tells it in his special way that he does, you know, it so so whales. yeah, like it, it, you just can't help but get drawn into the whole world when he starts talking that guy. So it was super fascinating. So yeah, it was a great little trip. Cool. Um, but yeah, we'll be talking more about Mario Kart later on. Obviously, that was the other half of the trip from London. But let's get into some quick news first. And first up, is Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice is on sale. So like uh, we just talked about with Zim, you know, he's been playing that game this week. If you're interested in checking this game out, which we urge you to check out if you've got a VR headset and it's a bit of a dry season right now, let's be honest about it. So if you're interested in a, a game to check out, uh, it is a like a seated experience where you just use a controller or the touch controllers. Uh, but the developers Ninja Theory recently added the VR support to the game. But the interesting thing is you can pick up this game for 40% off this weekend uh and it's available on humblebundle.com uh, if you're sort of an og gamer you'll know of humblebundle.com you can get some really cool discounts over there uh but it's available for 14.99 in british pounds right now 17.99 in us dollars and if you buy the game you basically get the standard game and the vr edition as well so uh, you know it's, it's ideal even if you don't have a vr headset you can go and check it out cool. such, such a good price for that as well and it's only it's only available i think for two days so hop on it Yes, absolutely. Uh, and while we're talking about uh, decent sales as well, uh, this weekend also, uh, Killing Floor Incursion on Steam is available for 67% off. Uh, it's still regarded as one of the best sort of zombie games in VR right now, alongside sort of Arizona Sunshine. Uh, me and Nathie played it again just recently, jumping into co-op, and I really love the co-op in, uh, in Killing Floor. And there's an awesome sniper level as well that you should totally check out mm-hmm. if you haven't had the opportunity to. Uh, but it's super, super cheap. Uh, it's 6 pounds and 66 pence wow. or 10 us dollars it's <laughs> amazing yeah and also this week the devs added a new map uh, to their holdout mode which is a survival mode uh, called crucible and they've also added windows mixed reality support so if you've got a windows mixed reality headset now is the best time to jump in because not only can you get it super cheap but now it's going to work flawlessly with your headset as well Hmm. so that is that nice. and then the final sort of uh discounted game we're going to be talking about is here they lie mm-hmm. now if you own a psvr and you also have a playstation plus account you're going to rejoice as you're going to be able to get this game for free so it's uh, super cheap <laughs> so cheap it's free mm-hmm. uh so from the 7th of august to the 2nd of october you've got a two-month window to add this game to your library and it will remain there as long as you're a playstation plus oh. uh subscriber this one came out like two years ago, right? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. It was a, like a PSVR launch title. Uh, like one of the so, first horror games on the PlayStation VR. Yeah, before Resident Evil existed. Yeah, you could play this game. <laughs> Blew it out of the water, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, exactly. I, I liked it. I mean, I think we should just talk about it for a minute. Just, yeah, sure. Because it's, it's the kind of game that I think is the perfect price at free. The reason I say it is um, a lot of people, I think, will react to the game. It's very much a... 
headbutt game. It's it's a uh, it's like there's you know if if you if you want to walk along corridors and see weird disturbing scenes, it's a whole reflection on like humankind in the negative light. And there's a lot of um, trickery that they do with shadows and lighting that's just nice to see in VR. And as a starter title, a lot of people said it, it was very it was one of those very contentious titles. People either liked it or hated it. It was very much a Marmite. VR title. And I think it's probably the same between us. Like I liked the game. I enjoyed going through it. It was, it was worth playing through it. It was a bit tedious. Um, and I think the message, the story in the game is kind of, yeah, kind of naff. It's probably not worth the play time, but the experience and trying to get the kind of poetic message that the game's trying to send you is worth the price tag of free. So if you, if you are a PS plus person, then, you know, spend the time downloading it, I'd say, and then play it when you get a chance. (laughs) Hmm. I think the reactions will be different now. Now it's free, actually. Yeah. Instead yeah. of because when when, when that... you had to buy it, I was like, well, the start was kind of yeah. interesting, got me curious, and then after I was like, okay, now we're like, oh, I can't play more of this, and especially with the PlayStation VR, I was like, okay, I don't know how long I can keep, keep doing going. this. You know, no. like feed me with more. Like if a game feeds you at the right moment, you can keep playing it forever. But this one was sometimes like. I felt lost. I was like, where the heck am I? What is this? And like, it was scary. Yeah, that, that Sometimes wasn't it wasn't. I was feeling the entire time. Like, what is this? What is this? <laughs> what, is, what is this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is this? But I do have to say the art style was like beautiful. Like the, the way yeah, you had to but... like walk around and all the scenery, amazing. It felt like they had like a filter over it or something though. It felt yeah, really grainy, like grainy, filter and grainy. Like it didn't, I didn't like that in, in, in virtual reality. It, it felt like, I don't know, like the, the resolution on PlayStation is already a, a little bit less, but then with that grainy feel over it, it felt like, you know, something that was really just not, not well done. I, I thought like the, the graphics and everything too, it was kind of like smooshy, you know, like a little, you know, yeah. faded out and. Like usually, mm-hmm. if you make a, a a game that is in in black and white, it's a challenge to you know keep it interesting. They did have some bright colors in there to keep you focused. You can even see yourself in the mirror. Have you ever seen who you play? Yes. You're the most handsome man. Oh God. Ever. Uh, that is. Handsome yeah. man. I'm not gonna comment. That on was a good point. That is a worthwhile thing. That is about midway through the game when you finally get to see who you are. And if you compare yourself against the lady you're with. You know how there's that, you know, one to 10 scale? Let's just say they are significantly different. That's all I'm going to say. He was punching well above his weight. Was that well, in the middle of the game? I thought you had like already a mirror in the, uh, like fairly in the beginning. Yeah, at the start. Yeah. I might be thinking oh, yeah. about a sequence that comes very late in the game, Rowdy, and forgetting the beginning. So, um, ah, okay. It's more like stuff happens. Oh, did you beat it or you probably gave up on it, oh. I'd imagine. I, yeah, yeah, I here, but I did see some gameplay. There are moments where I was like, why didn't I see this? Why didn't I play There's this? There's some amazing stuff later. It's one of those games that I have to say, if you stick through it, the visuals and what comes later is rewarding. The story won't necessarily reward you, but the kind of visual trickery does. I remember Angry Joe uh, playing that game as well on his, <laughs> on his channel, and he yeah. hated that thing. He hated it so he much. He hated it so bad. <laughs> yeah. But he is Angry Joe after all, so you know if, if he didn't he hate play, it, then I'd be play some more VR. I mean, I haven't seen him doing some VR stuff uh, no. uh, in a while, so maybe he should come back. Like I, I've seen a lot of uh, actual like big channels uh, promote or review VR at the start, but now there's so much more out there that is way more interesting. I'm like, come back and you know yeah. try. We've got to hold the fort. It's our job. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, we are the gatekeepers. You know, absolutely, absolutely. So we got a comment in the chat from uh, from Spamels, who's also a VR YouTuber. Uh, has it been said before that Zimtalk looks a little like Hans Gruber from uh, Die Hard? <laughs> Hans Gruber? Hmm? Hans Gruber? Hans Gruber? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do look a little German though. Like you could be like someone that that sells like we're not hosting like a little stand somewhere. Brilliant. Like I, I get told I look like so many people. I don't know. I've just got one of those faces. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. but still, like, you look the most like... Um, uh, who is it again, Tom Nathan? Green. Tom yeah, Green. Tom Green. Tom Green. Tom Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that, that guy. I love that guy. I can see Mike Watson. But now, uh, now we've got Tom Green is going to give us um, a set of Corsa news. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> because... Uh, you're gonna you're gonna talk to us about uh, the racing simulator, right? Yes, the uh, the title that um, anyone here I would I would I would dare uh, try to pronounce it's Competizione, which is the upcoming mm. new version um, of Assetto Corsa. We were kind of hoping for Assetto Corsa two, and they ended up branding uh, a GT series racing game called Assetto Corsa Competizione, which means it's going to be just in GT cars. Uh, really kind of fast cars on a track. You're not going to have kind of open wheel cars or anything like that. And um, the thing that that really disappointed me, and I'd done a reaction video on this really early on, was when they launched the news about this new title on this big kind of drummed up uh, announcement, they said nothing about VR. And uh, the website which was promoting this had VR stripped from it about five hours before they made the announcement. So they're like, yeah, let's not, not promise VR. Don't, don't promise that. There was a big outcry from the community asking for it because a set of Corsa fans and Project Car 2 fans, etc. they just want another racing game in VR, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, this game promises things like nighttime driving, full real-time weather effects, 24-hour races uh, with full-on you know, weather cycles and day and night cycles throughout. So there's a lot of kind of complex sim going into this. This game now is coming out uh, on the 12th of September, and the VR mode is going to come out uh, on the 10th of October. So that's yeah. really good news for us. Um, but I'd also say this is going into early access. You're actually starting off with, I think it's like one track and either a handful of cars or one car. It, it's very limited at the start, uh, but this isn't abnormal. This is the way they've developed in the past. And then they kind of just do chunked releases going forward. So VR is coming. Um, how how kind of, I'm a big race guy. How excited am I? Again, it's just just a GT race. So I'm not super excited myself. I like racing kind of all different types. I'm hoping they'll extend, but I don't think under this title they will. So we'll have to oh. wait to see how good it is. So, so talking about like burning rubber, uh, what Tauk says, I want uh, uh, F1 2018 yeah. in VR, yeah. but that ain't happening. Is no. there like any F1 uh, thing happening You're at all? Still your best bet is to pick up original Assetto Corsa or Project Cars 2. Some It's really about Why a feeling. not jumping into the VR market? Like this is a huge huge like like thing you know at uh, one like no, it's, it's enormous i mean it's funny because i was demonstrating my oculus go when i was back in ireland a couple of months ago and i have an aunt and uncle who were big into f1 and, and the first thing she asked me was she's like can you do vr in f1 and i was like oh boy you can but no there's no new titles supporting f1 that i'm aware of nothing on playstation nothing on pc vr so have to That's wait and see it is so, a shame and, and interestingly how do you play a set of courses now then if there doesn't have official vr support so no, Assetto Corsa does have Assetto uh, VR support formally. Right. Um, and right, there's okay. a couple of different launchers that you can use to get into the game. But no, uh, base Assetto Corsa, if you pick it up, it's only a couple of pounds. 
you, you right. can play it. And a lot of people will, there's like mod cars, mod tracks. You can actually totally mod the game up. And this is my biggest issue with the new title. It's not going to have mod support so far as that what they've said. So right. consider that they come out with a new like Elder Scrolls and they say, guess what, guys? No mod support. How would you react to that? Yeah, it kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just thinking about like F1, I don't know that one of the, the people in the chat asked about it. What I did see recently, I think it was HTC that was showing it off, was that they've they've got the, this Robo race car, right? And uh, they set up a, a demo where they actually put the Robo race car around a track. And that thing is like freaking ridiculously fast. They filmed the whole thing, thing with a 360 camera. And then what they did was they had a replica Robo car. You can lie on it on a bed that moves around and put a, a headset on with a wind machine and actually experience what it's like to be in the seat. Oh and I was like, God. oh my God, that is like a vomit simulator right there. So uh, if you're at an event, maybe you can check that out. Uh, the closest thing I saw was probably Kent by, you know, struggling in this, uh, the bird simulator. Oh yeah, that was hilarious. That was brilliant. That was brilliant. <laughs> you think, you think that's fast? Go to that one theme park in VR chat. <laughs> oh no, man, yeah, don't, don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. <laughs> so the last bit of quick news this week, just rounding this one up, I'm talking about games that are releasing uh, next week. Uh, I try to want to add this to our sort of a, be a regular feature because I think it's interesting to know the titles that are coming out because some of them kind of get whispered around and you never really hear about them being released. But this is a big one and this is uh, Electronauts. Uh, Servios, the developers behind Raw Data, Sprint Vector, and the upcoming game uh, Creed Rise to Glory are releasing Electronauts next week, Tuesday the 7th of August. Now, if you're not familiar with the game, it's a music creation game where you can DJ and max, uh, mix tracks in real time, tracks like uh, from the Chainsmokers, Steve Aoki, and Tiesto. And the cool thing is you can actually invite a friend and DJ together and kind of mix it up in real life and have like a DJ jam off session, wow. uh, which is kind of cool. Um, the game's going to be available on Rift, Vive, and PSVR. It's available for $14.99 in British pounds, $19.99 in US dollars, and it's $17.99 uh, on PSVR, so it's a little bit cheaper on PSVR. Servios is pooping out out VR games. It's crazy. Yeah, but this one looks very very <laughs> yeah. cool, and it's got some like huge artists behind it. And um, from what I've seen, all of them all of them look really good. Huh? I mean, oh, Raw yeah. Data looked really good. Uh, Spin Factor also did. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the thing is with this one, like uh, when you mix it, even if you're not very good with the timing and stuff, the game actually helps you out. So it makes you look more pro than you actually are. It kind of puts it all in time with the beat. So uh, I've seen some really cool mixed reality videos of this as well. So if you really want to sort of be that DJ in VR, then you can create some really cool videos as well if you're interested. So. Also, in the chat, they're saying that's probably the reason also why it's cheaper on the PSVR, that there is no multiplayer on the PlayStation VR. And another person, JD Max, said that there was no co-op with the PSVR version. Right. So um, that's that probably explaining why there is no uh, right. the But there is a Survivor uh, mixed reality mode. Or not on, not on PlayStation, <laughs> but on... <laughs> but that would be kind of interesting to have like a mixed reality uh, setup for the PlayStation. Maybe, maybe the next PlayStation, yeah. who knows? <laughs> It's funny because I did a mixed reality guide a little while ago, and so many people have asked for a PSVR Beat Saber mixed reality guide. I'm like, just like, dude, it's like you just can't you do can, that right now. You can, you can fake one. Like you buy like an old PlayStation VR, and you get everything out of it, and you yeah. put like your Rift in there, and uh, then you, and then you just fake the whole thing, you know? Viral video. <laughs> or, there you go. Or, or you just record the game twice, one time with the PlayStation, one time with the Oculus. <laughs> Yeah, you could do that as well. You could do that as well. Playing, playing like every every PC game with a PlayStation VR suddenly, yeah. and are like, "Hey, I'm playing Marvel Powers United with a PlayStation <laughs> VR. It's not out, you know." You just trigger yeah. everyone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 
So let's move on to uh, one of our main topics this week, and that is Mario Kart in VR. So like I mentioned earlier on, I got to travel to London this week, uh, meet the devs from Arcus Path, but also go to a launch event for Mario Kart uh, Arcade GP VR in London. So uh, the VR Zone portal in London literally just opened up. It was only available for press the day I went, but now is available uh, to the public. So if you're interested in checking it out, just go over to the O2, which is uh, in the center of London. And uh, they've got a Hollywood Bowl within the O2. So it's like a bowling alley, but they've got an arcade attached to it. And now they've got this VR part of the arcade. So it's exactly the same experience that is being shown from Shinjuku, which was the one that was originally launched in Tokyo. So it's Mm. exactly the same setup with the four carts. Uh, And basically, you've got like a full racing seat, uh, steering wheel, pedals, HTC Vive headset. And then on your hands, you wear the HTC Vive puck trackers. So you then get sort of a pair of headphones put on your head with a microphone so you can talk to your sort of buddies in the other carts. And each cart is sort of hard assigned to a character. So you've got four characters to choose from, Mario, Luigi, Peach, and my favorite, Yoshi. So you choose your character, jump in, get strapped up, and then you start the race off. And you just basically race around a single racetrack, which kind of takes some of like the most iconic tracks from Mario Kart and mixes them all into one track. So you've got bits with like uh, Bob-Oms, you've got bits of Piranha sort of plants Mm. uh, and that kind of thing, um, Bullet Bills, that kind of thing, all mixed into one track. And uh, it lasts about five minutes. So it's it's relatively short, um, but overall, uh, in terms of the experience, I thought it was awesome. Like the immersion of the whole thing, like with the seat moving, the steering wheel, being able to see your hands fully tracked and then reaching out for a banana or a shell and physically throwing it at your colleagues that are racing was just so, so good. It was just so well done. (sighs) So if you're in the London area, I would definitely say, you know, go and check it out. It is going to be there like as a permanent feature now. So you don't have to worry about it being timed or anything and disappearing. Hmm. Um, And I'm sure they'll probably roll this out to other VR arcades around the country as well. But right now it's just Tokyo and London that have this particular game. Um, but the, the one thing that I did kind of notice, because obviously kind of being a VR veteran, we've played a lot of VR titles. We've pushed our limits in terms of VR sickness. Uh-oh. Some people that were very new to it were sort of saying they were starting to feel a little bit nauseous and they kind of felt like five minutes was maybe enough for them. For me, I was just like, nah, I just want more. Like, I'd like just keep me strapped in. I'm going to go again. Um, <sighs> so people were complaining a little bit, but it is really intense you know like if you've ever yeah. played a racing simulator in vr it's, it's an intense experience and i remember trying dirt rally like back in the day like i was like whoa this is pretty crazy but i think because the seat moves uh with the mario kart one it does help uh, i i actually had the same experience uh the past weekend because uh, i went to a, an amusement park with a few of my colleagues and there were like two uh, virtual reality roller coasters there and uh, of course, you know, they were all like, oh, stay, you need to go and try this. You need to go and try this. So I said, okay, I'll, I'll go and try it, but you're all coming with me. And everyone went with me. And I came out of there, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, it was fun, you know. And the other ones took their heads and they were like, oh, 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 oh it's uh, a bit too much for me. You know, they're already like uh, feeling a little bit nauseous when they take like a regular roller coaster. They took those ones in VR, which go like three or four times the speed. At least it looks like you're going three or four yeah. times the speed. They were not well at all. They were not well. For me, it was also like, oh, yeah, it was funny. That's hard, <laughs> right? Like, this is hard news to swallow because, um, you know, like, we're four or five years down the track now, and we still have this problem. 
Like the majority yeah, yeah, of people yeah, yeah. who don't go into VR a lot have this problem. And it's like for people who say sickness isn't a thing, it's like it is. No, no, but the, the, it is a thing. But it's also a thing that people get sick on a boat still. Uh, people True. get sick on a, on, a, on a car. And there are people yeah. that get sick on the train. So motion sickness is not something that's going to get eliminated. But, but it can be reduced by using certain things. Yeah. But what is it like? So I'm asking both of you guys. So what was it? Was it, do you think it was frame rate? Do you think it was just the intensity, the motion? Like, I'm curious, what do you think yeah. was the trigger? So there was no, there's no uh, comfort settings, you know, it's just full, you get in the full display, you know, some, some games try to limit the view with a visor or a helmet or something like that. There's none of that. Like, it's just, you get the full view. The frame rate is perfect, by the way, you know, like it runs flawlessly, nice. but it's just, it's just intense, you know, it is an intense yeah. experience. Like usually me, it's speed in combination with like the motion, right? Yeah. Exactly. For, yeah. for me, the, the good thing they did, of course, was that the, the roller coaster follows the track of what you're seeing in the, in the in virtual reality. So that, that's a good thing. So the, mo the movements that you're getting are basically the same movements as you would see in virtual reality. The thing, the other thing was, um, the frame rate was not good for them. There were, it was definitely not 60 frames per second. It yeah. was maybe 30, maybe 30. Yeah, wow. uh, they did it with like those Gear VRs. <laughs> they were smoking hot because I touched them as well on the top. Smoking hot, you know. They've been using them probably already the entire day. They, it could not pull it. It could not pull it. Simple as. And then the other thing, also like you know, the the, the impression of speed because of course they speed those things up and like everything is shaking, exploding, and people already get sick in roller coasters. You know, just. In general but that is like really like you know five levels higher like the, the amount of movement and experience that you're getting is, is, is so much more and that is definitely what it's and they will keep on getting sick even if they get it go and do it every week now so For interestingly sure. um like i went to florida a, a year ago and uh you know I, i'd been doing a fair amount of vr prior to going and there were some experiences that I tried that were like, uh, I don't know if you're aware, but they've got like a Simpsons ride where you're in a car and they've got like a three uh, or a 180 screen in front of you and the car moves with the screen. Yeah. But that made me feel super sick. And what I put it down to was that I was so used to the frame rate of the Rift being 90 and being consistent and everything being smooth that because it didn't quite run that fast or there was a disconnect between the motion and the, what was going on, on the screen, that made me feel sick. Whereas my wife... She was fine because I was so like trained onto like the consumer VR that it, it just put so me up. It's harder to adapt to to like a lower frame rate than someone I else think so. that did it for the first time. I think so, yeah. Because I, I think if I tried that Gear VR one that you were just talking about, Rowdy, with the lower frame rate, like 30 frames, I just think that would really throw me off now, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, the, the two people I went with, they were already, no, I went with five of them, but two of those five were already sick going into like the speedy bop, which doesn't even like oh, go okay, over yeah, happen. Okay. It's just like something that like goes around. <laughs> so they get sick and everything. Yeah. The other two that got sick were uh, were more because of the frame rate, I think. I, I, actually I really, I really wonder if, if you go to all kinds of amusement parks, like 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 low level ones, high level ones, you know, like, like Disney and uh, Universal, like uh, will the quality change, you know? Because there are so many theme parks that use this technology. I, I, I can remember that like a Legoland also in like Florida is using a uh, like like VR uh, coaster now. So I wonder, like maybe it's also because some of them don't have the money to actually buy like more proper technology or they don't know where to get it from in the first mm. place. Yeah, like the best ones right now are like the Void, 
and and also recommend this Mario one, of course. You know, just, just be aware that if you're susceptible to motion sickness, you might struggle a bit. You could always stop. I mean, um, at least you're sick for five minutes. It's like a short one. Like if you are yeah. sick for like twenty minutes, yeah, I don't know if no. that's worse, but you won't make it out, maybe. You, you'll just you'll just hurl. Mike, what was the price of yeah. this? So it's seven ninety nine. So it's quite expensive for a five minute experience, um, but it is totally worth it. And I have to say, like having gone around the uh, the experience twice, it just makes me want to have it in my house. Like I've never really been a sim racing fan. You know, I've never really been that intrigued about getting a wheel or a seat or anything. If Mario Kart came out on the HTC Vive, then I would be out buying a, a seat and a steering wheel in a heartbeat, and I would absolutely yeah. love to play it. You heard that Nintendo? There is actually like you know. Yeah, yeah. It, we need it, to consume a product. We need to consume a product. <laughs> we need more like tracks. Boy, two point oh. I don't know. It's a lot of equipment, though. I mean, you have to be in the. You have to be in the, like the Garage Band of like oh, I want yeah. the guitar and the oh, plastic yeah. drums and. The, oh, but let's yeah. say if you just have a simple steering wheel and you can play this game on Steam and there are like different levels and Nintendo is involved or, like that, that's fine. I mean, that would be would be cool. Yeah, but that was the thing that I walked away with. You know, just the feeling that. I want more of this and I just want it in my house. I don't want to have to travel to London to experience this again. <laughs> However, I will be going next week to meet up with Nathie's brother because he's coming over. So, yes. uh, there is another, like you can, like, it's I, I be like a weekly event, like, oh, need to go to London <laughs> yeah. again. Yeah, 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 let's go again. No, but there, I think there is another experience uh, that they introduced there because there was like Mario Kart, but also something like kind of like Resident Evil, Silent Hill yeah. with a wheelchair, right? Is it some kind of wheelchair? Yeah, so it's like a hospital escape terror, I think it's called. Um, <laughs> Best they, name ever. Yeah. What, they, what a name. <laughs> they, they weren't demoing that, though. It wasn't open, so uh, oh, I couldn't check it out that will. day. But, but, they, but yeah, hopefully when uh, me and David uh, go next week, which is on Wednesday... <laughs> then uh, hopefully we can check it out together. Maybe escape from a, a mental asylum together. So that'd be fun. It's kind of funny though that- at, Camera at, with at, you two like embracing, just like hugging each other scared. in the dark and with headsets. <laughs> Sitting on wheel, one wheelchair together, holding each other. Yeah. Just <laughs> but uh, <laughs> like the, the, when you start talking about this Mario Kart thing, the funny part is that you said like Yoshi is your favorite character. I yeah, I feel like your personality is is the same as Yoshi. You're kind of like a Yoshi for me. Yeah, like a, like a well, what are you guys like? What what character is your toad, favorite? Like? Toadstool. All toad? the way. You're like toad. a little toad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Rowdy. What like I think Rowdy is more like a um Wario. A Wario. Or oh, Bowser. Oh, come on, what is it? What, what's Bowser? Your... Are you Bowser? I don't know. I I, ju I just pick whatever one. I just pick a different one every time. Yeah, it's, I like, like one of different those, ones. He's like one of those me characters, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Driving in race, and mine is like like totally Waluigi, man. Like that's uh, Waluigi. <laughs> nice. So there we have it. That is Mario Kart. I'd love to know in the chat as well. Like if you're interested. Yeah, let us know in the chat. What? what, what yeah, I, I already see people. I'm Princess Peach. What Tuk says. Doctor Oculus VR says. I'm Toad all the way. <laughs> toad oh, all the way. Says, toad brother. Mike, I'm gonna kick your ass. Oh, some smack talk already. Well, yeah. we'll see you there. See you, see you at the finish line, McFly. <laughs> <laughs> Slowpoke. <laughs> yeah. So let's move on to our second bit of uh, main sort of topic uh, this week, and that is Pixel Ripped 1989. So that actually came out this week on Oculus Vive and PSVR. I think across the board, like it's done pretty well. Everyone said it's a you know pretty decent game. Everyone's kind of enjoying their time with it. Me and Nathy reviewed it. We both enjoyed it. 
Uh, if you're not aware of the title, it's a, a seated single player experience where ideally you use a gamepad, or if you've got a Rift, you can use the touch controllers. Um, but the game pays homage to like the early days of gaming. You know, you sort of embark on a journey into the screen of like a, a Game Boy style uh, console. And it's kind of like a game within a game. So like, you know, to give you an example, you're in a classroom, you want to play your Game Boy uh, and which is difficult, you know, the, the game itself is challenging. And then you've got a teacher that is like patrolling the classroom, trying to catch you out when you're trying to play your game. And if you get busted, then you lose a life. And then ultimately you can game over uh, for getting caught too many times. So it's kind of like that kind of layer of game inception, which is kind of fun. Um, nice. But it's actually been in development for about four years. Uh, it was originally a demo on Oculus Share, uh, kind of a student project from Anna Ribeiro. Uh, she actually teamed up with uh, Avore, which is a, a publishing studio in Sao Paulo. They sort of teamed up to finish the game together and they published it together and it's finally come out this week. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool that it's finally out. Um, but yeah, so everyone will sort of really know the struggle of day-to-day life. You know, you just want to play games all day, but, you know, life gets in the way. And this kind of game uses that as a game mechanic, which is really interesting. Um, but the thing about this game is that like the games of olden days, it's hard as balls. <laughs> like, it, is it, is, it is challenging. Like, it is so challenging. I don't know if you guys uh, have, have finished it or played much of it, uh, Zim or Rowdy. I haven't been able to to play it yet. I do see people in the chat saying that someone already found all 20 gold cartridges. Well, yeah, actually, Sad Gamer Dad was the one that did it. And as a reward, he will actually be in the game now. So he's going to be in the game oh, on a magazine oh, in game. Congrats. He's going to be my yeah. neighbor. Yeah. Yeah, well, Nathie's in the game as well. Like, I am in the it. game, dude. Like, uh, I'm, I'm in the actual game, and my, my famous quotes are in there, you yeah. know? And you can just chill, and it's it's fun, you know? It's really, yeah, it's, it's really cool. Like, it's an honor that I'm in there, by the way. But it's been, like, such a long adventure, too. Like, the first time I played it was four years ago with my DK2. Hmm. Um, but uh, from my side, like, I really liked it. Um, it didn't change that much compared to the to the demo. At least the demo was, like, only the classroom and you had mm-hmm. to trigger events to distract the teacher. And now there are more levels to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, I, like, it gets it gives me that, that, that old-school feeling of not only old-school retro, but also old-school DK2, where yeah. this is, like, a pure, like, like, Oculus Share. Like, Oculus Share had a certain genre to it, I think. Mm. Uh, that I that I just love to play. It's it's not the best VR game out there. It's not the worst one. It's it's it, it feels arcadey and not only a retro way, but also in the good old VR days. That's that's how I felt uh, about it. Yeah, yeah. But like, if you remember, if you if you had a Game Boy as a kid, you will you will get something out of this in terms of like the nostalgia, because you know it's got levels which kind of harken to like Balloon Kid. You know, it's got some ghouls and goblins in there it's a bit metroidy you know it's got a bit of everything in there it's got a bit of sort of like uh duck hunt style shooting as well uh, when you're in the playground and there's like all these pigeons around but when you look through the gear kid which is the console they look like little dragons and you have to shoot them Mm -hmm. so it's got a bit of everything and and what the game does really well is when it combines the pixel art of the game world and the virtual world around you and they combine so like sprite pixels come out into the virtual world around you and it just mixes in such a nice way with like the sort of classic yeah. uh, gaming sounds as well that it just mm-hmm. works so well and, and it's, it's based on such a beautiful story too like uh, the, the story is hmm. about an actual thing that happened right yeah like the developer you know she grew up with 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 boys and uh, you know while her her brothers were away you know she would try and play like sonic and the 
they she had to play it and complete it before they were back from their studies. So there was another sort of layer of game mechanic on top of her playthrough, which kind of added that sort of sense of urgency to the mm -hmm. game. And she wanted to replicate that and put that into her game. And that's kind of what she's done successfully. Uh, you know, the game isn't particularly long. I, I played through it in one single session, about sort of two, three hours. Mm. Uh, it's four levels with a boss battle at the end of each level. But, um, you know, like like we said, there is a lot of cartridges uh, that you can go and find, find the hidden collectibles. And then once you find the collectibles, you can change different colors of your gear kid uh, yeah. console. Um, but it's just, uh, I, I would say I'd recommend it just for the fact of nostalgia and playing something that's very different. You know, it's a very different game from everything else that's out there right now. It's kind of refreshing. So, um, yeah, I definitely recommend you go and check it out. The other thing I really want to sort of give them credit for as well is for implementing tools for content creators. So for those of us that like make videos or want to stream video content, you know, to, to you guys and girls, you know, you'll probably be, you'll probably know, or maybe not know, but recording with the Rift in particular can be a bit troublesome sometimes, you know, that we really have to sort of mess around with uh, using different tools to make the field of view look nice enough for a video. And so I know that, that, that others have struggled recently showing the game off because when they've looked down or looked up, you can't see the full console you know so which is like the key part of the gameplay but what the developers have actually done to help us content creators is add a, a field of view option so if you press f10 or f11 on your key keyboard uh, f11 will increase the field of view in game so when you capture it it looks way nicer you can capture way more of the scene and get a feel of what's actually going on around the player and then f10 will actually replicate the small game boy screen and put it in the corner of your window so you can get a clear view of what's going on in the game boy as well to all yeah. vr I, developers that are listening like yeah. please implement these kind of please. options because it makes your game look so much nicer if you want your games to be streamed and or to be shown on youtube implement yeah. these kind of things and it will i'm telling you people will love playing it much more like that and yeah. we'll show your game much better if you just yeah. implement these kind it of options. Better it doesn't need to be a lot of, like yeah. indeed like if you have already a wider field of view or like yeah. some options that like, for specific yeah. game mechanics that's yeah. enough but in yeah. the end like i don't feel like developers are the ones that need to solve this of course if they do it themselves because if they didn't do this but that's the only way to do it now. it would have never happened in the first place yeah. But, uh, the, the, the only other developer I've known that's ever done it is Alchemy Labs with yeah. mm -hmm. uh, Job Simulator and uh, Rick and Morty. And Rec Room recently did it too. Yes, uh, no, you're right. Actually, yes, Rec yeah. Room did as well. No, you're right. Um, and, and it's great, but like Oculus should, uh, and HTC, you know, well, it's not so much of a problem for HTC because the Vive has such a wild field of view when you capture it anyway. But certainly with Oculus, like if you look at a lot of content out there for like Marvel Powers United, even in the trailer, the footage just looks so <laughs> awful. Like you're just like, how can they publish something like this with such a small field of view um it just looks bad but it doesn't look bad in the headset and that's the that's the problem that we face right now but you know don't worry i do mention this to oculus every time i see them so <laughs> they probably get bored of me mentioning this yeah. but i just want to give a, a props to the developers for implementing this so it's super helpful i do see a, i i see a very nice nice uh, comment here about that that uh, thing i was talking about about the dk2 you know and oculus share um, someone says, I don't miss the technology, but I miss the creativity that was on display back during the DK1 and DK2 days. Mm. So many bunkers and off-the-wall demos and ideas that have never been seen since. Yeah, yeah. It seems like a lot of developers tend to go for the 
the the stereotypical gaming tropes uh, of they like have a examples now, or something. You know, they have examples yeah. of what what sells and what doesn't. So they usually kind of need to make a you know 50-50 decision on that. But, but well, back the then I was like, you know, if I make something crazier than this person, mm. I'm gonna steal the show this time on Oculus Share this month. You know, but in exactly like with Pixel Ripped, you know, they've made a game that would only work in VR. You know, that uh, that would only work in this medium. And the same with Beat Saber as well. Like that game would only work in this medium. And when you create unique games like that you sh you, you make your own genres you, you're, you're paving the way for other people then and that's really what we need rather but than is there now way a shoot place right now. where developers can you know show off their demo or something they made like students or startups or where where is this now like where oculus share is gone where do you mm. go now like maybe we need to create one <laughs> well, i don't know but show. i kind of i kind of miss it i kind of mm. miss it i still miss it that, uh, there's one title that this um, that Pixel Ripped really reminds me of, and I, I don't know if Nathan might remember it. Um, very, very similar gameplay. So similar to uh, uh, this kind of gaming inception where you were playing in front of a screen, like an old kind of TV. And as you played further and further, defeating these rats and stuff in a, in a, in a, in a sewer, sludge would pour out of the ceiling around you. And mm. there were flies and, and like, feces was piling up around you i mean this sounds kind of gross but that was kind of part of the uh that was part of the whole thing and i know that was again kind of like early testing days i've never seen that game come alive again but i was really keen because i thought the mechanic was really cool but same era there's so much from back then that that just hasn't seen the light of day again no. I'm, I'm, so there is one that used that mechanic and that was uh the lost bear i don't know if you've ever played that game uh, but it so was that was a 2d platforming game in a virtual environment. So when it was raining in the 2D world, it was raining in the virtual environment, which was a nice immersion sort of adding feature. I remember adding it to my to-do list, never got around to it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a cool one. It's fairly short, but again, a, a cool one to check out for sure. Um, but in terms of Pixel Ripped, uh, the developer Anna also stated in a recent interview that she's looking at, uh, you know, expanding and making future games using this concept. Uh, she's talking about maybe, you know, other years, other, other sort of genres, like 1978 Atari days, 1983 arcade sort of era, 1995 Super Nintendo, and then 1999 Mario 64. And, um, you know, at the very end of the game, they do tease of that as well. So if you finish the game, you'll unlock a little Easter egg to check those little avatars out. Cool. But if you're interested in checking the game out, it's available on Steam, uh, Oculus, PSVR for $18.99 in British pounds, $24.99 in US dollars, and it gets a recommendation from me. Cool. Uh, from us. From us. <laughs> we, we all enjoyed it. Um, so the last bit of uh, sort of news this week is VR speedrunning. It's kind of like a topic that I've wanted to talk about for some time, but as it's kind of a bit of a slow news week this week, I thought it'd be a kind of a good, a good opportunity to talk about it. But for those of you that have kind of been involved in gaming culture, you're probably aware of this kind of phenomenon in the normal traditional gaming world, and that is speedrunning. Now, what players do is they essentially compete to complete a game as fast as possible. And uh, they normally sort of broadcast it live on Twitch or live on YouTube or sort of record it in a way to prove what they're actually doing. And uh, like <laughs> Super Mario Brothers is a classic example. Like even how old that game is, still people play it to this day to try and compete for the for the quickest run did they also ever kill that one you know goomba that is somewhere down in the level that no one seems to be able to go to you know that oh, i wasn't aware of it that. yeah there's like one goomba that you can't kill in uh, super mario 64 has nothing to do with speed running though but 
Right. <laughs> Invincible Goombas. Yes. Yes. Um, I, I, I once saw a guy finishing, I think, Morrowind in like, what was it like 11 minutes or seven minutes, the entire game? Yeah. <laughs> like, which is like insane. Like, it's, I, I, saw, I remember watching that one actually. So you're yeah. going to love this because, like, obviously to do this, you need to be good at games. You need to have super fast reflexes. You need to have played the game like a shed ton. And also, you need to be able to find exploits and glitches within yeah. the game. To take advantage of them to take you to later ah, so, levels. So you're allowed to you're allowed to use because uh, you have several forms of like speed running and some some forms yeah. you need to do like the full. You, you're not allowed. For example, with with the mirrors edge, you have like this very funny video as well where like people are like exploiting glitches or not, and you're like used to you're supposed to use certain things, but you're not supposed to do other things as long as mm -hmm. the game allows it. Uh, yeah. But if glitches are allowed, then it's uh, it's it can be very fun. Yeah, exactly. And I think they specify whether you're allowed to use glitches or not mm. in their gameplay. But they set like world records, you know, and they sort of compete with each other. But this phenomenon has actually come to VR and you just have to watch it to really understand it because it is insane to watch. And the big difference is like these speedrunners that are actually doing this have to be physically fit for one because they're standing up for long periods of time but they're moving in such ridiculously fast ways to complete these levels that again like you just have to watch it like you can take it like when you watch it you can even feel the density like you see those head moves like everything is going like oh and then, and then like the control everything is like going all over the place you can feel nuts. like the, the the yeah you know the the try harding of finishing it the fastest. It's yeah, all. it's like the opposite to what we do. Like we try and slow down our yeah, head yeah, movements yeah. in like the gameplay to make it cinematic. They're yeah. just like going crazy all over the place. Like a lucid dream or something, like a nightmare thing. Yeah. So there was this guy who he played Lone Echo and he completed it in one hour and twenty two minutes. <laughs> and this this is a guy called Dark Tenker. I want to give him credit because he's super super cool dude. He does a lot of speed running, pancake games, and VR games. Uh, but yeah, he completed the game in one hour twenty two minutes. He does use some exploits, you know, uh, to get around uh, some parts of the later levels. Uh, but, you know, that game took me like six to eight hours to finish. Yes. So I couldn't even imagine like how he did it so quickly. But if you watch him play it, you, you understand like he's moving so incredibly fast and just doing everything like without even thinking about it. Uh, but there was also a guy out there who played uh, super hot and he was kind of like throwing guns into the next level. Yep. So he was throwing a gun and then completing the level and then zooming to the next level and then catching the gun that he threw in the previous level to complete that level faster. And I was just like, oh, man, this is like... Level. That's not the level of, be of, of, yeah. of beating a game, you is know? Is there like, like parts in Superhot where you can only use a knife or you need to like punch them, but if you can then always like use the same weapons too. Yeah. It was insane. So like, I just want to say like, if you're interested in checking these out, just search for like VR speed running on YouTube. You'll see tons of videos. Dark Tanker is one of them. Blue Pajamas is another one. And there's another guy called Bubbles Del Fugo who completed Fallout 4 VR in 48 minutes. Oh yes, I heard, I heard. <laughs> 48 Fuego. minutes, yeah. We, we got a good comment in the chat though from uh, what took. He said, oh well, 15 Red Bulls and anyone can be a super player. <laughs> <laughs> But they almost like su look superhuman almost. You're like, how are they even doing this? It's like on another level, you know? I, I um, want to see uh, Zim uh, speedrunning Airtone. Oh, oh the, is, that, <laughs> is that the dancing game? Was that the, 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 the anime dancing game that you played? The anime dancing game. I, um, that was awesome. That was awesome. I'll do it. Okay. So that is kind of like our last bit of news this week. But finally, I just kind of wanted to wrap up this week's show by talking about 
you know the VR Inside podcast because this is the last show Rip. we're ever going to broadcast Rip. under the VR Inside podcast name, and it feels like we're kind oh, of coming sadly. to like. <laughs> Feels like we're kind of coming to like a little end of an era, but of course we're of course really excited about you know rebranding, yeah. you know starting on our new channel next week. Um, but we'd love to know in the chat, you know, if you've had any favorite episodes over the last few months, uh, favorite things you've liked about the show, things you don't like about the show, and maybe what you're excited about when we come to rebranding. Um, you know, it's been like what nine months I think since we started doing this. You know, if if yeah, you followed from. From the early days, you know, we we had uh, we had Prometheus, we had PSVR Frank as part of the show as well, and we've had some like crazy fun times with them. Like I don't know if you remember, I just kind of want to talk about this very quickly. But like, <laughs> if you remember the first couple of episodes of the show, there was one where Frank was part of the show back then, and you know, Frank's a great guy; he's really entertaining. Um, and because of the, the the time of the show that we were doing it, it was so early in the morning for him. Like he had just rolled out of bed, like, and he was like smoking a cigarette, almost just finishing a cigarette as we started. And he didn't say hello to his girlfriend in the morning. And then like halfway through the show, she kind of just burst in and was just like, what the hell are you doing? He didn't even say hello to me this morning. Like started swearing at him. He was like, dudes, I've got to go like, bye. And just like hung up straight away. It was like the funniest moment. I think I've had recording. I think that was the guys. very first, like the test episode yeah, that we no, did. Like no. that's the very really, first. Yeah. Yeah. I can really also remember so. one where because Prometheus his internet wasn't great, so sometimes he oh, like yes. cut out. And there was one moment where you were asking him, like, "Hey, uh, uh, Prometheus, how are you doing? You know, and what did you play?" And he was <laughs> like, his, his, "His stream was frozen, and we didn't notice it. It was frozen for a while already, but he was just yeah. sitting there like." <laughs> like, okay yeah. and they were just like looking at and they were just laughing yeah it was great yeah. but also we had hilarious. also some some great guests right i mean let's let's yeah. be there we had some 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 beautiful beautiful episodes yeah. yeah and that's the thing like we we did a lot of um in the early days we did a lot of developer guests you know we had uh, anthony stevens from cloudhead games talking about uh you know the gallery too we had uh, mark from um you know elevated to the moon talking about his game no. we even had um nimzo nimsoni on the show you know talking about mario and that guy was a really fun guy you know he was so excited to be on the show talking yes. about his games and stuff um, so we've had a lot of fun doing it, but it'd be interesting to know, yeah. like, if you like developers being on the show, maybe we'll do more of that when we rebrand. Um, but yeah, we're really excited to be starting the whole thing on yeah. the new channel, of course. So, you know, like we I got, said at the beginning, I was just going to say- We got Megan go. saying uh, that, uh, that she really liked uh, when we read the riddle out that uh, that she did for Ready Player One. Ah, uh, yeah. you guys remember that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, there are people also asking uh, for uh, the new name of the channel. Uh, so it's f.reality, f.reality. And I've also put a link in the chat as well. And you can also find the link in the description box. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah, go and subscribe to the new channel because we, we're not going to be posting on our own channels anymore. Mm -hmm. Not even the re-upload. It's all just going to be on this f.reality channel. So we'll live stream it at the same times. Um, but once the live stream is done, that live stream will go down and then we'll re-upload it with the best quality audio which we record separately only the uh, best only the best for you guys and girls but we've got some yeah. really exciting stuff to show right like stuff that we've been working on and stuff like that for the brand new show so i'm really excited to sort of show it off for the first time next week definitely yeah. nathan read out the comment that you're laughing about so hard <laughs> go on right, i'm intrigued okay uh, so victor riddle is asking nathan Will there be a Home Alone 4? 
And do you miss making those films? <laughs> Our own Thanks for for like I back. Yeah, I can't look like that. I feel like you need to do the iconic like like face, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, challenge like Photoshop me as a, like a Home Alone guy, and I'm like. No, but so, yeah. I'm also very excited, you know, about like every LD and we're going to do some some new stuff. We're going to do different stuff. Uh, it's it's definitely going to be way more interesting. Um, I think mm -hmm. this was more like a test, right? I mean, we're now yeah, it was. Like, going for a the, real, test, yeah. the real thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's 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 funny that the first time I mean, Zim uh, mentioned this is that the first time we started talking about this whole idea, like uh, together was at Oculus, uh, like. Connect or Connect uh, around yeah. Oculus Connect board. Yeah, exactly. Like as soon as we brought Zim on board, we've been talking about this rebrand. Uh, you know, and I think Zim is a great addition to the show. I think that the way the format that we've got right now is 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 great. I wouldn't want to change it. Um, and I think we, you know, we've got it set up now where we're in a position that, like, yeah, this is what we want to do. And it's kind of interesting that it's almost taken us a year because we're all going to be at Oculus Connect Five together. So that's going to be really interesting as well. Finally, all meeting up in real life. Um, yeah, so I'm definitely. sure we'll do something special for that. I, I, I don't know. But um, yeah, it's going to be really, really cool indeed. So we're, we're all very excited to share it with you. But well, just to remind you. Can we now uh, bury like a VR Inside podcast? So we're anyone has a shuffle or something uh, to. Uh, rip. You know? Rip. Uh, rip. VR Inside. Rip. So Every, everyone any... type rip in the chat. Yeah. So if you've got any well, questions for us, now's a great time to ask it. Um, you know, while I just remind you of the show times again and sort of uh, plug our new channel again. <laughs> so uh, just a reminder, you can tune into the show live at 7 p.m. in Europe, 6 p.m. in the UK and 12 midday in Central US. The show times aren't going to change when we rebrand. It's just going to be streamed on the new channel, which is, of course, F.Reality. Link is in the description. Make sure you subscribe and click the notification button so you know when we go live. But next week, the 11th of August, will be our very first show from that new platform. So I hope you guys and girls can join us there and we can continue the fun and games from there on out. Yes. Don't miss it. So do we have do any questions before we wrap this one up? Uh, everyone is typing rip. Rip. <laughs> rip. Ripperino. Rip zip yeah. tip. And uh, lots of people say they've been subbing to the new channel and they approve of the name. So yeah, awesome. All good. Yeah, great. It's very we original. To, we wanted to go with something that's a bit edgy, right? And that's kind of why we chose that name. Something a bit edgy that kind of represents us as a group, because you know, we although we're serious about VR, we kind of like to deliver the sort of information about VR in a casual, mm -hmm. fun sort of way. A lot of people that talk about the show and really like it sort of describe it as just four guys down the pub talking about something that they're passionate about, which I think yeah. is a great credit to us. With chainsaws. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, as well. I, I would like if I would be in a pub, I would drink some apple juice. I hope you don't mind. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, apple, apple cider. That's why we called it fun reality. You know, it's fun, fun reality. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are <laughs> like, actually like what people, the yeah, yeah, people, people are wondering, wondering right? what, what the F stands uh, it for. Be, it can be pretty much everything. Yeah, it's whatever it's you want it to be. Funny, like, uh, you know, uh, Guesses. We we've had some cool suggestions, you know. Yeah. We've we've had some some people. We have we have people saying free reality, face reality, fact reality, forget reality, the other f free. reality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or free reality. Or a new one, like if if there Fresh is going reality. to be an F one uh, game out there for VR, it's like F one reality. We can we can dedicate ourselves <laughs> to F one. <laughs> okay. Why not? Okay. <laughs> okay so unless we've got any questions uh i'll i'll wrap this one uh, uh, i think that's that's about it we we have okay someone saying fantastic reality 
the end of an era. End of an era. The end well, of an era. End of an era and the start of a new one. So <laughs> very <Fortnite> reality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's the big the that's big it. reveal. Yeah. We're there we go. We're just gonna play Fortnite on there that channel. Play Fortnite all day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we'll get some more subs. so yeah so it's been a pleasure uh you know hosting this show uh you know v vr inside so cheers to vr inside looking forward to f reality and we'll see you all next week on the new channel so until then have a good week (laughs) in the metaverse (laughs) cheers cheers later bye-bye have a good week in vr and bye-bye for now bye-bye bye-bye see ya